What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. This is Real Reality Realness with Brian K. James, the podcast where I, your host, Brian, interview figures in music, reality TV, and pop culture about their lives, their perspectives, and their platforms. Join me five days a week as I get to know some of my favorite people through their points of view and their journeys to their personal greatness. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. back to the show this is real reality realness i am brian k james and i put the mess in the message i am so excited to have this person on the show today they're a beauty influencer event host and reality star and i cannot wait to get to know them better ladies gentlemen and every gender or lack thereof in between join me in welcoming to the show clarksman Hey, what's goody? <laughs> <laughs> what's good, love? How you doing? I'm well, and yourself? I'm doing so good. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Oh my God, my very first podcast. So you're breaking my little podcast virginity. It's so oh sweet. my God. <laughs> Thank you so much. That means the world to me. I appreciate it. Anytime, anytime. Okay, well, let's start out soft then. Okay. First question, mm-hmm. on a scale of one to 10, how happy is Clarksman today? I'm a solid six and a half. I say six and a half. Okay. Okay, nice. What are you most looking forward to from, from, from 2023? More bookings. Um, hopefully, like, I kind of want to move out of New York. So hopefully that'll happen this year. If not, I'm not rushing it. Um, and just friendships that'll last. Not a last, but like that will continue to make me happy. No drama. And continue being the baddest bitch I could ever be. Great. I love that. What, do you, what did you most look forward to leaving behind in 2022? Mm, I want to say... I don't know. Not really much happened in 2022 that was like bad for me. So I can't really say anything to be honest on that end. But 2022 was a good year for me. So no complaints here. <laughs> That's dope. I love that. Thank so you. how do you plan on getting to a 10 out of 10 happy by the end of the year? By the end of the year, um, more meditation, more healthy habits, healthy eating. Um, more sleep because I'm a fucking night owl and I cannot break that bad habit. It is tearing me apart. Same. Um, and learning how to eat more throughout the day because I usually eat like once a day unintentionally. So <laughs> it just happens. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to gain weight. So if I can be like, if I can get a cute little 130, 140, I'll be a tired of turn. I'll be a you know what I now get how I sound to other people I now get how I sound because I've never heard somebody smaller than me say they want to get up to a weight that I'm at so I'm always the one that's like I can never get above 145 if 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 I could just break 160 I'd be a sick bitch y'all don't don't know I would be out here like y'all don't get it yeah, like, let me break 160. It's done for y'all. It's done. Oh, y'all. I'm, I swear I'm stripping. It's done. Okay, that far. <laughs> but hearing me at 130, 135, hearing you being like, if if I could just get to 130, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> now, I now I get it. So all so all the girls that have looked at me crazy throughout the years, now I understand. 
Mm-hmm. Shout out to all of y'all. Shout out to them bitches. Bitches that be gaining weight and losing if they want to Because I can't do either. Shout out to all the biscuits and cabbage girls. We love y'all. Mm-hmm. Now, for the people who don't know, mm-hmm. introduce yourselves to my audience and let us know who is Clarksman. Clarksman is a fun time, a beauty influencer, um, a reality star in the making. <laughs> I was open to that. Um, that girl all around. Or that guy, either or, I don't really care. Um, I'm just like a bubble of joy. I'm very like reserved. I don't speak unless spoken to majority of the times, but as kind of contradicting, being that like I'm an event host, so like I have to like get out of my little introvert ways. I'm very introverted, and so like I'm very like quiet to myself. But once I get a little comfortable, I'm a good old time. I'm fun. I barely get drunk, so it's mostly vibes. And if I am drunk, I'm even more of a vibe, but not like a sloppy drunk. That part. Um, and just just the just that girl all around. I'm fun, beauty, beautiful. My fashion is unmatched. I just wanna stop there. Yeah, my fashion is unmatched. Yeah. And that's who I am. Okay. Absolutely love that. Where are you from? I'm from New York, unfortunately. Yeah. Not unfortunately. <laughs> Why unfortunately? I hate it here. I hate it here. Oh my, it's so ghetto. I hate it here. <laughs> Not the ghetto. I hate New York. No, I don't hate New York. I just I'm ready for like a change of scenery. So like I'm just exhausted from New York. I feel like I've experienced everything I can experience in New York, and I've gotten all the opportunities that I'm satisfied with. Of course, there's like there's more opportunities in New York than the and you know the average person would believe but I'm just ready to just branch out elsewhere so I'm just I'm over it New York is it gotta go take me to LA LA me please Texas me please Vegas some, somewhere Atlanta I don't care just anywhere but New York I will go to Antarctica if that was the case like please just I gotta go Antarctica girl uh-huh. I don't even think they allow people down there you Not better Give me a little passport or something, whatever they agree, whatever it's called. A visa to go to Canada, I will go, please. So I can't wait to hear the answer to this question then. How does your hometown influence the person you are today? Um, my hometown influenced me. I can't really say like, no, I, I'll take that back. It it's a it's a minor influence. Um, growing up in New York, it's a lot of hip hop. You know, New York is like the stamp on hip hop and the black culture and stuff like that. So, um, I really didn't start leaving the house until the age of like 20, 21, because I was like a home baby. I'm still in a home baby. Like I love being at home. Um, so like when I would watch like a little bit hip hop and the basketball wives and all the other reality TV shows that's on cable, you know, my definition of fun at my early 20s was going to the club, popping bottles, sections, ah, ah, ah. And that is a bad, I want to say that's a bad influence because there's so much more than life than wait until fucking 8, 9 p.m. start getting ready to go out to the club, get there by 12, wait now long as time for an hour, don't go outside to let out, go home at 4, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bad influence. So I'm ready to, <laughs> I'm ready to be about something else. But nevertheless, like, there is, this still is fun in the club, you know, vibing music, meeting new people. Um, a lot of people think that, like, the club scene is for the singles and for those who, like, don't really you know, want to be want to be a hoe and things like that. But for me, a, the club is just a good time. You listen to music, get a little drink in my system, you know, and just be that girl, my little section of my friends, and just spend time with my friends and stuff like that. I enjoy that. And get a little hookah too, because I can't be my own hookah to save my life. So I'd rather go out and buy a hookah and get a refill if I need a refill and <laughs> do it. So yeah, that's how it influenced me. I love that for you. I love the kids that smoke hookah. I don't understand that. I'm like, like, like hookah is just one of those things that make me realize I'm old now. 
Like, I'm like, oh, that's one of the, that's one of those things that y'all kids do today. Like TikTok. That's some y'all, y'all, y'all kids do that today. I don't do that. Like, I smoke weed. I, I, I don't smoke hookah. I don't know nothing about that. Like, I'm a, like, like, I'm a grown I ass man. I prefer hookah because it's not, it's not as intense as weed is. I tried weed a few times and each time, like, I was high out of my mind. Munchies. <laughs> I was throwing up because I ate too much because I had the munchies. I was over there hallucinating. Like, my very first time ever smoking weed, I was with my ex and we just doing bullshit outside and it was like it was like four or five of us just passing passing the blood around and child when i tell you i thought my mom was gonna kill me i thought she's gonna hunt me down i was like you know like when you buy police and like you just have that natural like scared of they gonna like try to say something to you i seen the cop i was paranoid as fuck i was like uh uh get me out i gotta go red alert red alert red alert one it's time to go i thought he was on to me i can't so hookah is just like i get a little lightheaded a little buzz cover in five minutes i'm good (laughs) i can't i can't do that like i don't understand that like 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 that poppers thing uh, some y'all twinks do. I, I, I don't understand about that. Like, like why would I want that rush for like 30 seconds and then it come right back down? Like, what is the point of that? I mean, I heard it's supposed to like help you take the D um, better, but I, I don't know. I never had it, never did it. So I just, I'll do that to the girls who enjoy sex for a hobby. Well, I'm a personal type, so that's not even my proclivity. I don't know nothing about that. So God bless y'all. I, I don't buy them unless you're my boyfriend. So I don't yeah. know nothing about that. No. Um, God bless those children. <laughs> um, <laughs> when did you discover makeup and beauty? I discovered makeup and beauty in my 20s as well. Um, I had like just graduated. I graduated high school when I was 17. So 18, 19 my ex and I met my boyfriend when I met my boyfriend now um it makeup started as like a way to make passive income um so like I started like practicing on others and then eventually I found out that shit was too expensive because I was at the time I was working one job I was working at an app school program and my mom was charging me rent and I was only making like $300 per paycheck and my rent was like two some change the time. So like the math wasn't math and I really didn't have much to like buy makeup for like other clients, blah, blah, blah. So I used to go to Sephora, get samples, just to, you know, practice myself. And um, it started off as a business. I had one client, um, she was an African girl. She had a wedding to go to. I'm so sorry, girl. I was way over my head. Let me get a redo if you if you're watching, please. I'm gonna redo. But uh, <laughs> I sent her to that wedding looking at the absolute mess. She she pretend like she liked it, like she you know like when someone said that they like they like your hairstyle or they like they they way they do the hair or the makeup and in reality they don't it's, like it. They being it's nice. Cute. Yeah, it's cute. It's so oh, whatever. Yeah, it's something. <laughs> yeah, it's cute or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they gave very much that. Um, so after that, I got a little, I didn't get uninspired because she didn't return to my face, but like looking at the pictures the day after, so I was like, mm, I need a little more practice before I do anybody else's face. And so I did it on myself and I started liking it and liking it and liking doing it myself. But I never was into makeup. I was one of those guys who was like, I'll never do makeup. It's not for me. Mm-mm. I ain't that kind of guy. I ain't that gay. Lo and behold, years later, my bad bitch would like to be his mug. And so now it's no longer like a client thing. It's more so a me thing. And so I'd rather just, you know, test products or, you know, just buy the new with the new it products and makeup industry or the new trends and stuff like that. But I don't really do that anymore. Only because child, I don't got the time to be sitting there going to video. Adding for an hour and some change, and I don't got I don't got the time, so I, I gotta figure it out. Once once I get a whole team, once I get my whole team, then I can do that again. But now 
I'm good. I just wanted to be a bad bitch and get paid to party. <laughs> I love that for you. Thank you. So tell me about Clark Beauty and where you want the industry to ultimately take you. Um, Clark Beauty, wow. Um, Clark Beauty, it starts, so I started Clark Beauty in pandemic because, you know, everyone was starting their businesses in the pandemic and I got kind of inspired by all the social media influencers, you know, the, the small influencers, like, you know, um, the ones I know personally, like around my hood or like people I've known in passing and stuff. Um, they were like, you know, on businesses, stuff like that. So I got inspired to make my own business. I was like, fuck it. Like, I like makeup. Why not start my own business and makeup? Um, at first, I just wanted to just make a quick butt, a quick a quick buck, and um, it just started off there, and that's why I went wrong. I wasn't like passionate about it. Um, so like, I don't know where Clark Beauty is gonna go in the future. Um, I did have dreams or like hopes of rebranding it into something more than Clark Beauty. Like, I want to change the name. I want to change the logo. I want to do like a whole rebranded thing when it comes to Clark Beauty. But um, I don't, I don't know what I want to do with it. It's, it's in hindsight right now. Like it's not even my main priority right now. My main priority is like my hostings and getting a household name, put myself first, and then once I have like my household name, once everybody know who Clark Smith is or who Clark is, then I can go on to having my Clark Judy and just expand from there because my name will carry on to Clark Judy. And then for girls who want to be a bad bitch like me and I can just get in the pot of like, hey, yo, yeah, Clark Judy. Cause I got a whole, I still got mad inventory I have not sold. And so I'm just gonna let it, I'm gonna use it for myself or give it to friends that need some makeup when they need makeup and let them have it, let them go for it. It's not in me right now. Okay, I can see that. Um, you know, I'm glad that you realized before you got too deep into it that doing it for just the financial reasons of it wasn't necessarily going to be the easiest way to get through it. So, um, but taking that and rerouting it to the influencer part of your beauty influencer title, let's go into the branding part of that and like how you're avenuing um branding yourself versus branding your brand and like how you're gonna get that back together let's go into your experience with reality tv okay how did you decide what went into the decision to go out for the heights and what was the casting process like for you um so the casting process was really easy um i was literally just chilling my man you know, be my bae, my man, my, my, my man, and, um, <laughs> and they just, they sent the DM, was like, would you like to be part of Heights? And I was like, what's that? Like, I never heard of the Heights before. And, um, they sent me the link to their YouTube channel. And they were like, you know, if you're interested, um, you know, just watch season one and get back to us and let us know if you would be, if you want to be part of the cast, we'd love to have you. And so um, I was like, okay, now watch season one. And it was about, you know, just the LGBTQ people being about their business, you know, a watered down version of, of Love and Hip Hop. I was here for it. And I was like, you know, these people on the cast currently are trying to like get their names out there. And that's what I want for myself. You know, it wasn't too messy. We've seen a lot of people branding their businesses, talking about their businesses and having game plans and and executing those game plans for their businesses on season one of the heights so i was like f it i'm not i got nothing better to do my life i'm just staying at home just working out of five and just trying to work on my own goals and so i can use you know the um publicity and the exposure so here i am the bad bitch on the heights season two <laughs> <laughs> i love that for you so what were your what were your main intentions joining the show and what was it that you wanted us to receive from you as an audience? Um what I want you guys to receive as an audience is I'm about my business. 
Um, I'm a very easygoing person. I'm very easy to go into the business with. What I say will get done when I need it, when I want it to get done. Um, I'm not like messy or any drama at all. Um, and I kept it that way purposely. Um, although there were like moments where like, you know, there was testy, um, I still remained my composure, you know, kept the classy, kept the cute, and I never got out of character. I don't get out of character at all, really. It takes a lot to, to get me out of character. Um, but I wanted people to see that, like, I'm a genuine, you know, fun person to be around. And business-wise, I'm a good look, um, and I'm about my business. And I genuinely enjoy being creative and executing events that people will be packed. Like people, this whole season, any any event that I have thrown for my hostings, booked, like packed, lines down the block. Like, I can't, I don't want to say too much, but you know, I, I actually am doing what is I'm supposed to do. I'm giving what I'm supposed to give. And hopefully, you know, people watching the show will want to host Clark for the next event or the party and I can be in it like, let's get it, let's go. <laughs> I'm I love that for you. So let the people know uh, about the show, when it airs, where to find it, and just kind of plug, plug the show right now. When does it start airing? When when did it start airing? Da, 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 da. And like, let them know now where to go and subscribe. So by the end of the interview, they'll be able to go and watch it. Okay. Um, you guys can watch season one and two of The Heights at I Like Media Production on YouTube.com. Um, I do not know when the release date is because we are still currently filming the show. Um, but we've been filming for the past year, so that should give you guys a lot of, you know, hours of content to watch and really get to know the season, the Heights cast as individuals and watch our growth in our business and, you know, bring what we gotta bring to the table. But I have no idea. No, I have no idea of no release dates. None of that. It's very like it's not even black and white. It's <laughs> it, I don't even know. Okay, I dig that. So tell me about the filming process for you. How was it, and how long did it take you to get comfortable being on camera? Um, it didn't take me long to be comfortable with camera, honestly. Um, it's almost like the camera really isn't there. I've always imagined reality TV, like, people just be, like, you know, are, like, aware of the camera being there when, in reality, you're not aware. Like, it's like just somebody just, you see them from your peripheral vision, but not really kind of thing. Um, but... It wasn't hard for me to get on camera at all. Um, filming is very easy. My first day of filming, um, I was just happy to like to be outside um, and to be around people because that was like my first day outside in like literally months. So I was like literally living and happy to even be outside. Um, so filming for me was a plus. Um, but production do know how to give you a little drink so you can loosen up and, and try to you know, get the, get you like, you know, a little rah, 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 like liquid coverage. And thank God I'm not one of those girls, but, <laughs> but filming is very easy. It's surprisingly really easy, really fun. It's enjoyable. And, um, it's been professional. I can say, I, I can honestly say production is doing their thing. They know what they're doing. Um, it's not, people think that sometimes it's, um, scripted not scripted at all um everything's just natural um of course certain dynamics are forced but when you put people who have an issue i'm gonna say in the room it naturally just comes ahead literally like nature takes course so nothing scripted on the show which i can be proud to say so yeah that's dope i love that so being that it didn't take you long to get comfortable on camera when it comes to your cast 
what percentage of your cast well y'all well y'all are still filming so i'll say at this point in the filming process what percentage of your cast would you say are your friends or or people who you would c consider yourself friendly with in real life and what percentage of your cast would you say are just people who you're showing up to set and creating a great show with co-workers if you will one percent <laughs> Oh. One percent, yeah. Um, shout and out how to Toddy. Is it on this show? <laughs> um, it's Todd, me, Toddy, including me with uh, not including me. Um, you can do both. It doesn't matter. Okay. We, including you know, me, me, Toddy, Xavier, Marco, Gio. Wait, me, Toddy, me, Toddy, Marco, Xavier, Domain. That's it. Gio. And I guess Mustafa now. I don't know if he's really on the show or not. Oh, and um, Bronson. So it's like eight of us in total. Yeah, eight of us in total. And, and only one percent is your only friend. Only one person. Yeah, only one person. Okay. I don't. I don't know. Like, shout out to Todd. That's my bitch. Like, we we gonna be cut and clear. Toddy is my. That's my girl. Love Toddy to death. Um. We like clicked immediately from the very first day of filming, and I knew immediately like I would love him. Mind you, he lives like a few blocks away from me, so he's like a literally a walk away. Um, and he's helped me so much with the process of filming, and you know, we, he keeps it real with me. Um, he's the type of person to hold you accountable. Um, I just love Charlie all around. Like he's a ball of fun. He's very mature. He's just kind of like me in, in subtle ways. Like he doesn't speak unless spoken to. Um, but he has some. If he difference about me and Toddy, if he has something on his mind, he will say it when it needs to be said. Versus me, I just keep it to myself and just kick it in my head with me myself and I. <laughs> but yeah, everyone else is you know it's they're there. They're there. Not they're there. Not present. Oh, okay. So <laughs> it's no shade. It's no shade to them. No shade to them. Like I like them all, but they're just not my friends. Versus Toddy, he's the only person that I would consider like my genuine friend. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Now, do you have a dynamic that you prefer? Do you prefer doing reality TV with somebody who you consider a friend, or do you prefer just showing up, clocking in, doing your job, and going home? Um, a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. Um, because um, how can I say this? During conflicts that doesn't involve me, um, of course, you know we all got a little bit of messy in us, and we all love to like be around the mess. And not be involved in my sympathy and just you know oh oh my gosh she said to her you know i do enjoy that from time to time but it's always fun to have a friend with you because it's like like bitch like did you really and like me and tally be like bitch did she and tally be like yeah and i'd be like oh, okay i'm not bugging and so we just you know click like that and we'll just find our business um but i do get like for example if Toddy wasn't with me in those situations I would just be quiet and feel a little bit awkward and not really know what to do and so I would tend to just walk away per usual because it's like alright like if you're not going like if there's no resolution at the end and there's just bickering back and forth for god knows how long I can only do the yelling and shouting for so long I don't even yell at my own house so it's like I don't even want to hear nobody yell top of their lungs to try to prove a point that they can't prove that they just talk out their ass because they're upset. And so it's just, you know, yes, yeah, so I prefer a little bit of a bounce of both because that way at least I got a friend. I don't try to leave. But if my friend was there, I was just up and go, be like, yeah, you can take the mic from me. I'm good. Like, is this, oh, we're going to do the scene. Yeah, I can just stay home for this. Here you go. Kind of thing. That makes perfect sense. I can see that. Yeah. So if you had the choice, would you rather bring a friend on camera or would you rather make a friend on camera? Hmm. I'd rather make a friend on camera. Um, my circle is like my real life circle is like I literally only have like two friends. 
um and one i don't even post to every day so um i rather make new friends on camera because you know I've, i will always have that desire for more friends um just because you know i want to like like i said get out of my introvert ways and you know really test myself socially try to come out of my social bubble and just expand more so i'd rather like make new friends and step out of my comfort zone versus with my comfort zone it's, it's also much growth you can do within the friendship unless your friendship is really like it's kind of like you know um on the, like a rocky road and you're trying to resolve whatever issues you have with your personal friends so making friends is my cup of tea and plus i get to like avoid situations like it's easy for me to avoid a situation with a stranger versus my best friend oh yeah bitch you want to say what now you're getting the smoke i'm cursing the fuck out and then like next day you're like hey bitch how you doing like kind of <laughs> but, yeah. insane i love that for you love that for you <laughs> so what do you without saying too much since we don't actually know when the show is coming without saying too much what do you most look forward to seeing unfold over the course of the season so far um i look forward besides myself um i i just i look forward to myself seeing myself on on y'all big screen yeah, that's what I, I look forward to because it's nothing much to look forward to because I don't really immerse myself in that. But um, you guys can look forward to a lot of drama between the other castmates, um, a lot of business in regards to me. I don't know what the other girls have been filming. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, that's what I look forward to. And I look forward to watching me get the fuck up and exit in the room each time it's too much. So yeah. <laughs> very much unbothered very much yeah i gotta go <laughs> let's go it's giving exit stage left Exit stage no left. love that for you that is too <laughs> so what do you think has been the most difficult thing for you to film during your first season on tv the most difficult thing for me to film um might be my personal life um, only because, you know, it's my first season, so I'm not trying to let anybody into my personal life. There's not much to film in my personal life, per se. Um, but it was really difficult to bring my significant other to filming, only because um, he's not a TV person. And so it was like pulling teeth out of somebody's mouth to really get him on camera. Um, so that was like the most difficult thing and being that I know my man is attractive and things of that nature I can really I already know the girl's gonna be creeping on my Instagram to get his Instagram being his DM so I gotta make sure prepare myself for that because I know I can see the tick 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 boom going crazy because <laughs> I love to argue because my man <laughs> don't be talking about my man my man <laughs> That's been bubbling for 10 minutes. I swear that's been bubbling to me for 10 minutes, bro. <laughs> Yo. But real talk, I mean, I do get where you're coming from. Um, yeah. I've been in that situation a little bit where I've had a little experience doing reality TV and my dude at the time was like, absolutely the fuck not. Mm -hmm, yeah. um, you go do your big one. I support <laughs> you in the house. Literally. Literally. I watch it every week. <laughs> but I'm not breaking my ass nowhere near nobody's cameras. And I was, and I just had to respect that because I was like, well, I mean, I get it. Like, I get it. Yeah, but like, I want my man to be with me too. Like, you know, like, I want him to, to taste the fruit of the labor, you know, like, be okay with me, get your shine too. You know, it's, it's I mean, we're, we're five years in. So I want my man to be seen too. I mean, he, although he doesn't care to be seen, he doesn't really want to be seen like that. But I'm like, no, like, if I have dreams and aspirations of being famous and being a household name, yeah, when they see me, they see you. When they see you, they see me. So I need you on this camera. Let's get this money, let's brand, let's get the exposure and let's do what the fuck we gotta do so we can make a better life for ourselves, for our kids. 
and do what we gotta do. But yeah. And also so, it's been difficult filming. Um I wanna say like drama between other castmates, cause like I'd be like, mm, like what do I do? What do I do? Like I don't like I wanna stay, but I wanna go too because I don't got time for the fuckery. Like, you know, like, like <laughs> But yeah. I will give you advice because people have told me that I think like a producer and now that I'm producing my own show. Yeah. Uh, well I have been made a big announcement about it yet, so I'm like whispering it to people. But like uh, I can tell you, stay there and make facial expressions. Stay there and react. Just sit there and give the girls. <laughs> give the girls Duffy from Basketball Wives. Come here. I just been watching Basketball Wives too. I love. <laughs> like, give the girls Duffy. Like I'm telling you, that will be all they will be talking about. Like they will forget what anybody was arguing about, and all they will be laughing at is that facial expression. Like they'll be like, "Yo, I don't know what the hell they was arguing about," but. <laughs> Did you see Oboe's face? Like, I'm crying. Because I'm telling you, I don't remember what was going on in that scene of Basketball Wives. All I remember is Duffy's face. She was like... <laughs> <laughs> like, that was legendary. Like, I'm telling you, be a... In a room full of Jackie Christie's, be a Duffy. That's my advice to you. <laughs> Jay Christie is fucking messy too. I can't stand her. Oh my god. But anyway, <laughs> love a good Ponderosa. Shout out to Jakey Christie and him. Bless what her she heart. Said, she was like, um, when they was in that little, uh, they was I, I forgot what it was. They was all tasting like bun and stuff like that, and they gave her like the name of the bun, and she was like, I could pick up a that. That shit had me in tears, bro. And she was so mad. And crying because they was laughing at her. I said, mm-hmm. girl, we all drunk. Shut up. <laughs> girl, we all drunk. Guys. For real. Ooh. Ooh, child. Jackie. But on the flip side of that, what's what's been the most fulfilling thing for you to film? What's been the most rewarding thing for you to put on camera? Um, My hosting. Um, I feel like a lot of my scenes are my hostings, um, to the point where production they have to tell me like, we're not filming no more of your hostings. <laughs> That's all I really do. Like I'm, I feel like I'm really one of the like the most booked people on the show. Not to toot my own horn, I'm not being cocky or like that, but I really feel like Book I'm your like. Shit the most booked on the show and so you know every other week I'm like hey y'all next week is this party do y'all need to do y'all want to come let me know it's like you're on the guest list you have to pay or else like you have to pay that little you know so um I'm that's the most rewarding because people will actually get to see like you know Clark isn't just like a bunch of talk Clark actually have gigs his gigs are packed his gigs are fucking fun and phenomenal and a movie like who does not want to come to a Clarksman movie on a weekend or on a weekday for that matter like I make movies on a Wednesday <laughs> like <let's... laughs> so yeah you better let them hoes know honey Tuesdays are dead bitch <laughs> you better dead. go on. okay that's I'm... hard so yeah so, that's, that's, that's lit I love that so how do you think your season and your show is going to stand up to and stand apart from all of the other shows in this web reality space? Mm, I think, I think we'll stand out by, I don't know, because you have like the Chasing Dallases and you have um, what else do you have? You have um, Mr. Kavan shows that that man, his stuff. Um, <laughs> the you know. set of the come ups, the on the way ups, the my lifestyles, the pen and papers, the 
there's a there's a lot of shows out there. There's a lot of shows out there. I agree um, on Dirks of St. Lucie County. There's a lot of shows. <laughs> there. there's, there's, I think I think our show is mostly about business and less focus on the drama than a lot of the these other shows are. Um, I feel like a lot of like for example, not that they'll shade or anything on like chasing Dallas or anything like that, but like a lot of the scenes in Chasing Dallas, you get a lot of castmates saying, what are you chasing? Like, you know, that kind of thing versus the come up New York. You're literally, you're literally watching everyone in the cast reach new heights in their career. You're literally watching us grow from the ground up to where we are now. Um, usually like a lot of the other shows they're really centered upon already established influencers, fashion bloggers, um, stylists, or musicians, stuff like that, versus The Heights. You're watching, you know, us from the ground up. You're literally watching our come up, quote unquote. So, you know, like you're literally like, you're, you're seeing us grow and you're seeing us reach new heights in our career. You're seeing us you know, just pitching us our ideas and ma- literally manifesting manifesting the things that we want into our lives come to fruition on that show without, because of some drama, but yeah. It's not turning around in drama. I dig that. So, besides the insomnia that you mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. what keeps you up at night? <sighs> what keeps me up at night... I'm gonna say my future or like my goals. Um, I get a lot of ideas at nighttime, which fucking sucks. I can literally be in bed about to fall asleep. And here I am trying to plan my next party or trying to like, or coming up with ideas for like different drink names or like event ideas or how can I go about me and this person? Um, how can I make more passive income? What am I about to go tomorrow? What am I going to wear tomorrow? Shit like that. So that silly stuff like that keeps me up by night, literally. When literally I know that I'm good. I literally, I can literally be sound asleep and dreaming about rainbows and lollipops. Wake up to go pee, trying to go back to bed, and next thing you know, boom, I got an idea. Or... I want to go out for a drink with this person to um, pitch ideas. Uh, uh, so that's what keeps me up at night, y'all. Cause and my and my cat, that too. <laughs> yes. What's your cat's name? Um. So I have two cats and one dog. My my boy cat is named Skywalker, and my girl cat is named Siete because she has um six paws. So it was just okay. six paws on on one on her two front feet or two front paws. I don't know what the fuck. But yeah. So and then my dog's name is Joy. Love that. Mm-hmm. Love that. Shout out to the babies. Shout out to my little kids, yeah. <laughs> so at this point in your life, what would you say is your biggest strength and your biggest weakness? My biggest I want my weakness is starting up a business and giving up on it when I'm not getting the results that I want to see. That's my weakness. I've started so many businesses. I had my Clark Beauty, of course. I had Style by Clark. Um, and I had one more. I can't really remember. That's how long ago it was. But I... I used to create businesses, you know, thinking like with my passion. And when I wasn't getting the results that I that I wanted, I envisioned for myself. I gave up on it. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. I don't want to do it. But um, my strength is like to continuing and going forward and literally exploring new avenues or new ideas that I wouldn't think I would like. And just keep trying and trying until I really find something that. I enjoy and so far I'm really enjoying my hosting so yeah that's, 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 that's my strength nice I dig that 
Thank you. So now that you've experienced a little bit of both at this point in your life, what scares mm-hmm. you more, success or failure? I'm gonna say failure. Tell me why. Because um, if I fail, I don't, I don't, I don't see me living the average normal life. I don't like. I do not envision myself being a normal U.S. citizen. I see myself being famous. I see like, yeah, I gotta get picked up in the black truck, the big body. I gotta have security guards, kind of thing. Like that's what I envision for myself. So if I don't achieve that, I'm literally gonna feel like I felt that life because I do not want to be in nobody's Harlem chasing my dream but at the age of 35 it's, it's, it's not giving it's not giving like that like, I don't want to do it um so yeah I see yeah that that's literally scares the absolute fuck out of me because I do not want to be working for the white man for the rest of my life I'd rather be have my own business achieve my own things have my own name when you see my name on somebody's flyer yeah you know it's gonna be lit you know like you come to see me and i want to be like i want to be like the next ari but that gay version of ari yeah or like the dream dogs you know something like that a little a little like that yeah <laughs> i think that i think that because i can't i can't i literally can't, like i literally cannot see myself being like oh my god that good person you know right like right now i kind of am but in the future i don't want to do that because you know like how do I say this? Like, okay, so people get ex- like normal regular people who are not famous or don't have like work regular nine to fives. They get their life off of celebrities. Like, they get inspired by celebrities. Celebrities, their music changes their mood. It sets the tone. Like, I want to be that tone setter. I want to be that mood changer for my audience, for my fans, for anybody. So that's what i inspire to be i want to uplift people that you know need to be uplifted whether it be through my makeup through my videos my fashion or my music that i have coming out so i love that i love that so what has reality television taught you about people dang shit oh (laughs) Dang shit. Um, nah, um, it taught me that some people will literally do anything for the camera. When I say like, like I, when I, when I usually like, you know, when you watch reality television, you hear somebody say you're just doing this for the camera. I genuinely did not know like how that felt until I was in that moment. Um, with people on the cast who literally do stuff for the camera. And then when off camera, they be like, yeah, girl, that was just for the camera. You know, we're, we're still good, right? And in my head, I'm like, yeah, bitch, you're really wilding the fuck out. But to each his own, um, that just can never be me. So that that's that's what reality TV taught me. Reality TV taught me that people will literally look for a moment to be the moment. And it taught me that if you do anything for the camera, you literally have, I don't want to say success, but you will literally be production's favorite because you're doing anything for the camera and you're, you're like the production's puppet. You're doing anything they fucking say and, and, and do and they're controlling you. You don't give a fuck because you want your five minutes, your five seconds, and you want to be relevant throughout the whole entire season. You want the show to be about you. You want to have the most camera time on the show so you know it it gets people really far camera wise yeah I can definitely say that but it can be me I'd rather just stick to myself and if people like me the people like me they don't they don't but that is wild <laughs> like that was wild like I had never that's wild possible to do it because it can't be me I'm dead, but I agree with you though. That shit do be bucked the fuck wild. Yeah, because I'm like, bitch, like, and then you really expect for me to like you after we're done? I, mm, yeah, no. Keep that away from me. Yeah. It's far away. If you do that, so I don't know what you can do with me. 
So what have you learned about yourself from doing reality TV versus just watching it? I learned that I'm not really here for the drama like I thought I was. Um, growing up, like I was like, believe it or not, I was like one of those messy kids in high school. Like I was one of those messy gays. Like I was the only gay boy in my school for a while. And I knew everybody's tea. I knew all the drama. Um, so I was like the kind of like person people would come to to get the tea and I would like just spill it just just for the fuck of it and not really care about the repercussions um so as an adult um and filming reality tv shows where you're forced in these dynamics and you're forced to be with people who already have history and already are in their own little squabble um I learned that like it's not always healthy to like just be surrounded by that because it drains you after a while like after a while of hearing people yell and curse and just tear each other down it's like all right like you're gonna fight or not because if you're not gonna fight if you're not gonna give a resolution if you're not gonna be adults and be like you know we can agree disagree then it's what's what's the point of back and forth literally so that's what i realized I completely feel you on that. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, because I'm, um, old. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> That is funny. <laughs> How do you want to be remembered as a person? That bitch, yeah. Nice. <laughs> nah, um, I want to be remembered as someone who is just genuine and fun and polite and um soft-spoken um i don't really want to be known as like someone who's like vava or someone who can't handle their own shit um i i want to be remembered as like i don't know i want to be remembered as someone just fun and just who's that girl who's a good time and whose fashion is always on point. You can never catch me sleeping. I love that. <laughs> I would be I would be like the Tommy Lee in fashion, because Tommy <laughs> yeah, her, shit, her shit is always on point. I'll be I'll be remember, remember for like her the crazy shit she did. But yeah, you one thing about Tommy, she always came up with the look. That's why we don't get that. I'm I always gonna pull up in the look. I will give you that. I would definitely give you that. So, talk to me about the music before I, I let you go. When can we be expecting the music and what sent you down this path in your career? Um, so, funny enough, reality TV made me, like, actually pursue the music. Because before, like, before reality TV, I, it was like just, just, a, just a thought in my head because I have a pencil, I do not have a pen. I just want to say that right now, I don't got no pen. I can't rap to save my life. If if I had to like really sit down and like really like just sit there and 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 focus, yeah, I can, but I don't have the, the energy, the time. I just don't. So I just rather have a pencil and the pen. Um, so when I got on the show, um, it was like the perfect opportunity just to like explore and see what that option is like. Just just for the fuck of it, just for the fun of it. Um, nothing I can say serious. I mean, I kinda do now. I kinda wanna take it serious, but eh. If it does, it does, it doesn't. Does. But um, you know, being on the show and being around musicians, stuff like that, I'm like, yeah, why not? Like, why not just try it? You know, what's the worst that they can do? You know, it's it is what it is. And so I asked um Toddy to help me with a song. And, you know, I, I always know that I have the looks and I have like the performance and the energy, but I just didn't have the pen skill. So um, I'd rather just, you know, have someone do it for me and I can just capitalize on it, which isn't smiled upon in the music industry, but I'm just doing it for fun and giggles. Like I'm not really out here claiming to be a rapper. So it's like, you know, I just want something fun. Something ridiculous, something out of my box, something uncomfortable. And, you know, that's what happened. And now I have a song called 50 Inches. And um, it's 
gonna be out soon. I have to, you know, just it's a lot that goes into making music and releasing it that I had no idea about. So it's literally like a process and a half. And I'm just like, damn, bitch, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Now I see how people really be out here in poverty just to make music because it's literally expensive as fuck. It's more expensive than my my um my beauty brand. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, you can't, yeah, I'm just like, mm, 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 mm. to get it mixed and mastered, the, the studio sessions, the, the, to release it on iTunes or whatever, to even buy the beat, like, to pay somebody to write the shit for me, like, it's a lot of money. I was just going to say, of- child, if you needed a writer, let me know, child. I, I'm not active in music right now, but I will gladly write your shit. No shit. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I, mean, I like will gladly write your shit. <laughs> yes. But yeah, that's what got me to music. And so I'm just like, you know, and of course, you know, being in New York, you know, it's only natural to make music in New York City. Like, it's, I feel like if you live in New York, it's in your blood some way, somehow, like you're going to just experiment. You're going to just do it, whether, you know, it's released or not, whether like it's in your um, your files in your iPhone and private to you and nobody else can hear it. Like you're bound to just try it out just to see how it feels. So I'm going to see how it felt. I like it. And, you know, um, next week I'm actually performing the song. So um, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Congratulations. I'm excited to see it. Thank you. Of course. Is there anything that you'd like to share with my audience and I that I didn't cover over the course of our conversation today? Um, let's see. Strawberry milk is better than chocolate milk. I don't care. Don't at me. Yeah. <laughs> um. I'm dead as fuck. Um, I can say that um, it's been a struggle kind of finding myself a little bit only because I just started wearing, you know, wigs now and things. And so I'm trying to find my balance between like, I guess, masculinity and femininity and things, you know, there are times like when I go out to my bookings and my events, I want to be a bad bitch 24 eight now. Like I want to have on my wig. I want to put on my put on, you know, like I want to put everything. I want to be that, that girl, you know, but um, right now I'm starting to like kind of find balance back into my masculinity where I can just be a boy for a little while, you know, with the beard and everything like that but you know sometimes the bad bitch energy just take over and be like yeah possible to do it yeah we gonna do this so yes yeah, so i've been trying to you know come out down with that because i was very tempted very 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 tempted to like put on that wig real quick for this for this um, interview but i was like let me chill the fuck out i'm not going nowhere I don't got time to glue shit on, blow dry style, or just to take it back off. But yeah, no, I don't got time. So I was like, yeah. And so that's one thing I've been dealing with a little bit, especially because um, women's fa- I feel like women's fashion is like the best fashion out there. Um, I feel like for the guys, it's not really as diverse as we don't have a variety like the females do. Um, and so a lot of like 99.8% of my closet is female clothing, but you kind of wouldn't really realize because of how I wear it sometimes when I'm not in my wig and makeup, but my closet is definitely, definitely out the women's section. Um, <laughs> and yeah, that's, I think that's, that's something we haven't covered and I'm really happy to be doing that and exploring myself because that plays a key part into my confidence now, um, which kind of sucks, but I like it and I don't care who got something to say about it because, you know, I'm just that girl, I look better than them and yeah, you know. <laughs> I totally feel you on that. As somebody who um, has lived on every part of the gender spectrum and now just kind of focuses on living in my androgynous space. I totally mm-hmm. recognize what you mean. Um, 
I've I've forcibly lived the most of my life as a man. I've lived as a trans woman, and I kind of recognize I didn't really fit on either binary. So like just floating somewhere in between both ends of the spectrum is what works for me. So it really just depends on the day. So I totally feel you on that. Just go with your gut. However you're feeling in the moment, rock with it. Like, cause it's like, at the end of the day, it's just another expression of who you are. So if it's you with inches that day, if it's you with a beard that day, if it's you with an inch with with beard and inches that day, do what it do. Like, cause it's (laughs) at the end of the day, like, like you don't change with what you have on. You you, you know what I mean? You're just more more or less yourself, depending on how comfortable you are. So Yeah, literally. It's not, yeah. yeah, it's 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 really it's a struggle. Cause like there's times like people will be like, you know, I do get the comments like, um, are you transitioning stuff like that? I'm like, no, I'm just I'm a just, baby. you know, savage, you know. Um, there are times where like I refer to myself as a man in a wig, because at the end of the day, that's what I feel like I am. I am a man in a wig. Um, I do like, you know, my male body parts and stuff like that. Um, just this time where I want to be the baddest bitch in the room, look better than a natural, natural female. And it's times where I want to be that guy. Um, and it is what it is. But, you know, people be like, oh, what about the beard with the mate with, with, with the wig? I'm like, I, I, I can't do that. Okay, my beard is patchy as it is when it does grow. And it's not going to look right. If it don't look right, I'm not going to be confident. So I'd rather just cut the whole shit off either do it or don't do it at all like go all the way or, or not do it at all so yeah i'll feel you on that well i look forward to watching your journey and seeing how all of this works out and seeing where you are in a year from now once the show is out and airing and doing all of the things i would love to see you come back and just see where you are after you've gotten <laughs> the reaction from the audience and now you really did like i like I, I can't wait to see you come back after the show's aired and just yeah. see how much bigger your sunglasses are like i cannot ah! wait i cannot Wait, I cannot wait. I'm, I'm only wearing shades because I did not finish my makeup. So I'm like, yeah, I gotta do something. <laughs> I was like, I cannot wait to see what you give in with the glass. Like, like I, I, I can't wait to see you bust out the big Louis glasses and the Amiri yeah. hat. Yeah, chain gonna get bigger. I chain gonna get bigger. I'm gonna get, I'm actually working up my third chain. So I hope I get that too. But yeah, I just, you know, I wanna, you know, yeah, you do a little big one, but I, I definitely cannot oh, wait to see what the people think about me. I'm very interested and intrigued, and I'm literally like impatient when it comes to that because I really wonder what other people think about me, you know, audience wise. And so, I'm praying to God, I'm like the favorite. I'm praying to God, they love me. And because if anything, those comments section will humble you and they will hold you accountable for the shit that you do. And so, Good thing I ain't do no shit. But you know, yeah, I think I don't. <laughs> that is too funny. I am so excited. Well, before I release you back into the wild, <laughs> let the people know where they can find you and all of the things that you want to promote. You can find me on Instagram at Cloxman, K L A R K S M E N. On Instagram, I mainly do Instagram. I don't. I'm trying to get into Twitter, but we can that's another day. Um, yes. Uh, what question? I'm sorry. I I got nervous just now. I don't know. I got nervous. <laughs> no, you're fine. Just let people know where to find you, what you want to promote, where they can keep up with all things Clarksman. Oh uh, yeah, keep up all things Clarksman when on Instagram. Um, yeah, just mostly Instagram because that's all I really I post that. Um. Pop out to my parties. My parties are literally a fun time. Um, I'm always doing a Nikki night. So Nikki night part two really soon. I just gotta find a venue and things. Um, and just pop out, have some fun. And then if y'all wanna book me to be in y'all shows or anything, send me some some clothing to wear or whatever the case may be. I'm all here for it. And let's just, it's the Clark party and we gonna get lit. You're gonna get a little, little and have a good time. Yeah. (laughs) 
Period. I love that. On that note, that has been our show, children. I appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in to help me to facilitate this conversation. And I want to send an extra, extra special thank you out to my guest, Clarksman, for blessing the podcast today. Thank you so much for being here, love. Thank you for having me, babes. Anytime. Come back anytime. I, I can't wait to see you back with even bigger glasses and even fancier hats, bigger yeah. chains. Yeah. By the time, by time you see me, I have my favorite one on. <laughs> I put all three of them to the feed. <laughs> I can't wait for you to stop <laughs> the bus down for the girls. I'm excited. Yeah, same. Can't wait. So with that being said, I want to remind all of you guys out there listening to be real, stay in reality, and always, always bring the realness. I am Brian K. James. This has been Real Reality Realness. And until next time, I love all of you guys from the bottom of my green heart emoji. Keep the mess in the message. Be useful, but not used. And misbehave yourselves. (laughs) Peace. Bye, guys. What's going on, everybody? Brian K. James here, and I'm so excited to let you know that this podcast is being brought to you in part by Outlander Media Network. Outlander's mission is to bring you the most exclusive alternative content from across the web, from the farthest reaches invading your space. We appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in and never want you to forget to embrace your inner Outlander. I am Brian K. James, and this is Real Reality Realness.